0: how about um, alchemist yeah when i look at my bookshelf that is the one book that just smiles to me from the top of the bookshelf i guess i've been reading it for a for a long time now i've read it multiple times and many of you out here have been reading this book more than once and so many of you who have read this book have commented in various platforms that every time you read this book you have a different experience with it And not just the fact that you can speak to the alchemist, the alchemist speaks back to you, right? And this is the journey we're going to take right now. Let's see what alchemist has done to me and I would love to know what it has done to you as well. For some of us, Alchemist teaches life, for some of us, Alchemist helps you to recognize yourself. some of us, it's a motivational book, a self-help book, an educational book, a philosophical book, you name it, it can be that, yes, Alchemist is something that you want it to be, it's as simple as that. And that's one of the reasons this book resonates so well with many of us, because Whenever you read this book, and whatever stage or phase of life you are in, you can connect to it so well. And when I say connect to it, this is how the magic happens. Let us take the ride of Santiago, The protagonist, the male lead, in this very beautifully written fictional non-fiction because in general i'm not very comfortable categorizing this book in any genre as i would rather say this would be pretty much fitting in many 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 genres so let's travel with Santiago. our friend Santiago is a young shepherd a profession he chose by choice he has his own set of sheep, his pack of beautiful fellow beings with whom he walks across the villages of Spain, travels around with a small book. Whenever he has time, he reads the book. Otherwise, he allows the sheep to graze around and makes money out of them with the wool that the sheep is producing. Sounds like a comfortable life, right? This is where the story begins that San Diego is walking in the villages to sell the wool and probably see the next biggest village where he could move into and the next book that he could buy and read. Hang on. This is where the magic happens, right? I don't know, but I've always felt this resonates or this pretty much symbolizes the fact that we also have come into the world pretty much like this. Or maybe our childhood has been like this, right? For example, we've always had uh, our own pack of sheep, our friends, our family, cousins, relatives. And we've had a comfortable run. We always have a place from where we start and probably and most often the place is very comforting. San Diego, our friend also starts like this and that's when he decides to sleep in this old ancient church for a night shepherd as he is always makes all his sheep rest and lies down that's when he gets this recurring dream he's not sure what it is but he is very confused at the same time he's intrigued and so he decides to find what this dream is about the next day he visits a gypsy and talks to her about his dream the gypsy who's a fortune teller listens to him carefully and tells him that hey san diego i can totally see that there's a prophecy that's lying ahead in front of you you have a great fortune in front of you you're gonna discover a treasure i'm not gonna say how and where and what but just go in search of your treasure you will find it And the intellectual woman decides to say you are going to find your treasure and so i do not need anything right now as my fee but once you find your treasure come back to me and i have a share in it sandy was confused but happy that he did not have to pay anything for this kind of a fortune telling and walks out and yes many 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 of us have these recurring dreams. Some of them are daydreams, some of them are real dreams. Could be an idea, a thought, a process, something that we really wanted to do. While it might sound silly to listen to a fortune teller and give up all that you have, it also sounds a bit interesting, right? And San Diego is thinking about it. He's walking down the street. That's where he meets the stranger. I love this part in the book because it just tells you how much it, it is with all of our lives, right? Everybody in our life would have had this one stranger who hopped out of nowhere and just turned our lives upside down could be any person, a random person who with whom we had a relationship with, could be a friend, an acquaintance, a colleague, or a random stranger who we met on a journey, on a train, on a flight, or any random stranger who just seemed to walk into our life. And from that moment, the life that we had was never the same. This had been my life. And I suppose many of you have had this similar experience that a stranger was able to change your life for good or bad. <laughs> it depends. For me, it was in a good way. I would like to know what it was for you guys. But sure enough, I'm, I'm sure many of you have had strangers walking in your life and out. And now for Santiago, it's an old king, the king of Salem. The king meets Santiago. And talks to him. Sure enough, Santiago is able to strike a card with him and he explains to him what he does, what he does for a living. And strangely, so he's also talking about this dream that is recurring. Or, well, the king mentions about the dream and Santiago is quick to react. The king gives him this amazing tool. He tells Santiago to go in search of this dream. He also mentions that, Hey, San Diego, you have a great personal legend that's lying in front of you. You have a treasure in the pyramids of Egypt. So go, go get it. San Diego shocked Egypt. Well, that's that's really far from Spain, of course. And in the pyramids, which, well, that's definitely not a location that you could walk in and grab your treasure. And how does he go there? I mean, it's not that you could just walk into Egypt, you need money. And the king says, okay, now that I gave you this information, and the fact that I can tell you where it is, give me your sheep, sell off your sheep and go in search of your treasure." the king is of course right and like i said there would be a stranger who's walking into our life and is giving us this beautiful opportunity some of them some of us are brilliant enough to grab this opportunity while some of them let it pass i mean come on san Diego's a young shepherd he has this real good flock of sheep and he definitely does not want to give it up all and go in search of this unknown treasure (laughs) does it just feel like what you are going through right now? Do you also have this treasure in front of you and you will have to give up the entire flock of sheep? Mm, I would say go for it because that's exactly what Santiago did. He sold off his sheep. He he had some little money and he started out his journey to this unknown treasure in the pyramids of Egypt. Sure enough, it's a very long journey. He knows it's going to be challenging just like you do. And he started off on his journey. And the first person that he meets on this journey is sure enough robbing him off of the little money that he has got to do this travel. Exactly. So San Diego sold off his entire flock of sheep. He has got this little money with him. He goes into this place where an African tricks him and takes the money out. Well, now our little friend is stripped off naked and he is lying in a no man's land, not knowing what to do. Again, do you say, hey, yes, yes, yes. Are you just nodding? Could be. Because I can totally get it that sometimes when you decide to go in pursuit of your dreams, that is exactly when all the challenges start coming into place right sometimes when we have this normal boring life everything seems to work as though it's a well-oiled machine but then when we decide to take up this new path hmm that's when all hell breaks loose and that's exactly what happened to san diego and maybe for some of you who are listening to this who said hey i gave up a beautiful career in search of what i wanted to do and now look what's happening yeah, it could be the fact that you are in search of love, in search of life, in search of career or in mere search of yourselves and obviously you might be faced with a lot of challenges but you have to get up, dust off and go just like San Diego did. Now he's in this moment's land. He has to get back to a place or he has to go to a place, Right? So he decides to just walk around. He finds this not so well maintained crystal shop. He walks in, helps the owner clean up, not being asked for it. He starts cleaning it up and politely requests to be hired. Oh, that's when the omens start playing in place. The King of Salem, when he left, san diego gave him a very very important important gift which is to listen to the omens i guess this is rooted in many of our cultures to listen to the omens to the signs. i have a very different take to it i always believe that this is the sound of nature it could be a very little thing like a rainfall an animal or a bird that's trying to signal you what to do and most importantly what not to do. So many of us who've had a close relationship with your grandparents would have always experienced this being told by the elders and the family to listen to the nature, to listen to the signs that the nature tells us through various forms. Obviously it could not just tell us in the way we wanted to but it uses a lot of methods sometimes we just stop a journey when we see this when we see this rainfall that's coming out, we just see that the, tr- the trees are dancing so hard and we know it's not the right time. Sometimes when we make this important promise, we just look up at, at the sky and, and we know that it's not, it's not right. Your gut ha- tells you and the nature helps you. This is exactly what the king of Salem is telling. Santiago, when he leaves him to embark his journey, he says, "Listen to the omens." Obviously, Santiago did not listen to the omen when he got lost or was completely blacked out by this unknown friend who ripped him off naked. Again, when Santiago decides to restart his life at the crystal shop. The owner of the crystal shop definitely listened to the signs. So he had this good vibes coming in when San Diego entered the shop and decided to give him a job. That's exactly what we do, right? So when we start off something and it does not go the way we want it to, we take on something else that would help us to get back to the place that we started off or help us to move forward. And Santiago does the same. He needs money to get back to Spain. And how does he get it? Just by working. Not that he is working on a job that he loves, but on a job that he has to. <laughs> the other day I was telling a friend of mine who said, I am on a job which I am working because I have to, not that I want to. So many of you are doing it, right? You have something else in mind, you wanted to do something else, you enjoy doing something else but then you are struck in this job because you have to, not that you want to. But if you are able to put in your heart and soul into this job, maybe it would be what you wanted or at times this would give you a quick way to achieve what you actually wanted to do. That's exactly what Sandhya does. he does his job dutifully, he's so faithful. And he is earnestly helping the owner make more business in this whole crystal shop. The whole idea of San Diego was to make enough money so that he could go back to Spain. And every time he talks about his dream and the fact that he gave up everything in order to go in search of a treasure in the pyramids of Egypt, the owner of the crystal shop would laugh at him. Just like so many of us have experienced. Every time you talk about an idea, a dream, a path, a goal, a position, something that you desperately want to achieve, something that feels unnatural, something that does not feel very right to many of them. Every time you discuss it, the first reaction would be people would laugh at you. Oh, well, in my case, I could say if people are laughing at you, then you're on the right track. And that's exactly what happened to Santiago as well. When he talked about his dreams, he was laughed at. But he was sure that he was not a fool. And he started saving up. And there came a point when he had saved enough money. Now, this is enough money to take him back to the place where he came from. He could actually buy enough sheep and start his shepherding all over again. Where he had left. Oh, yes. he's, He's actually lost a couple of months. But that's okay. He's young. He could start off. Or... Now is the interesting turn. He could actually travel to the pyramids of Egypt. Because now he has got enough money, he could actually restart the whole journey. Mm -mm -mm. Wait, there's yet another option. Now that he's so good with the crystal business and the fact that the owner really likes him, he could actually stay. I mean, who knows, he could actually become the owner in a couple of years. That's a possibility, right? Are you laughing? Because sometimes this happens, right? When you, when you are in a position of life, when you are in a phase of life which you did not choose and which you did not like in the very beginning, something that you had to adopt, something that you had to adjust and accept because you did not merely have a choice, in a few days becomes okay, becomes good and then becomes great. Is that what people call familiarity breeds content? Or for that matter, you tend to enjoy things that you've been doing for some time? Could be. But now there is this three big options for Santiago. What would he do? Does he choose this very easy path of going back to his life where it all began? Or put in some more effort in this crystal shop? Or take on this more exciting journey of finally, finally going back to the pyramids. Well, there's obviously a lot of challenges ahead, but there's one thing that's sure, if he does not take this journey to the pyramids, he is going to regret it forever. Just like many, many of us. There's something which all of us wanted to do. Many of us have a fire inside us. Many of us wanted to achieve something big, but sometimes if you do not try, you will regret. And that's exactly what Paula Koehler says, the fear of failure is huge. And that's exactly the biggest failure as well. Let us see what our little friend has, is choosing to do. Join me on for the next episode.